Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I am joined by Tatiana Renee. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me and inviting me to. Absolutely. So, I mean, like I said before the recording, I've seen you on World of um, Unpredictable Wrestling, Mm -hmm. and I've been wanting you on the show since. So I'm really excited to learn about your career and kind of your goals and where you want to go with your career and stuff like that. So um, let's get this started. So I want to go with the, you know, the generic question that I like to ask all the wrestlers first. So um, what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Um, What inspired me was I've actually always been a big fan of wrestling. I know that's like something everyone says, but in the nineties, you know, when I grew up, wrestling was was so impactful at that time, especially to like young kids. So I always had like a a thing for it then. And then as I got older, you know, tried other things. And when I came back to it, still a major fan, I noticed the women were wrestling and it wasn't just, you know, like who looks good in this, who looks good in that but they were actually out there doing what the men can do and sometimes a little better. So I was like, you know, like I, I want to do that. So that's how I got into it. That's what inspired me. Exactly. Cause like I grew up watching wrestling in the nineties as well. And yeah, they weren't really heavy with women's wrestling. It was more so as like valets and right. and stuff like that. And then right. you know, I, I say like, 2013 is kind of when it started building up. It was more so in NXT with like right. don't get me wrong um sorry can you see me yeah i got you okay don't get me wrong there there was there still were women wrestlers you know there was lita there was trish um china there's jacqueline but they're just they were one in a few you know what i mean like majority of the women were like you said were like ballets and managers it was only one in a few of women that were actually wrestling in the 90s it wasn't until like 2013, like you said, that it picked up for women to wrestle. So, yeah. Exactly. Cause like I feel like back then it had its moments, but then it would kind of fade away. Like, and I know like in during like the Ruthless Aggression era, you know, Lita and Trish and even Mickey, they had their big moments and it lasted for a few years. But then wrestling kind of went back down, you know, with the women's, with them being more like eye candy and stuff like that, like during like the Divas era. But now we're in an era where everything is consistent. They're constantly, um, you know, putting women on, you know, big matches and main event the WrestleMania still like, you know, when they did it back in what, 2018, it wasn't just a one time thing. They did it again, you know, this most recent WrestleMania. So it's like they're sticking with it. They're not just doing it just for that one pop. You know, they're they keep doing it because it is what the fans want. Right. So the fans, they want women's wrestling. And, you know, now you're seeing, you know, the more the fans are supporting it, the more we're seeing it translate, not just on WWE, but AEW. Um, Impact's always been really heavy on women's wrestling. You're seeing a lot of podcasts out there that are, you know, focusing more on women's wrestling and indie promotions. And it's just like, it's the hot thing. And it's been hot since 2015 and it hasn't cooled down. And the heat keeps getting hotter at the end of the day, I feel like. Right, right. Who do you feel like out of all these women, you know, that were a part of like the women's evolution, like after like the Lita and Trish and China and all that, which, which female wrestler you feel like kind of like inspired you the most during this most recent era? During this, I will have to say Sasha Banks. Because Sasha, you know, she just doesn't, it's not just the attitude or the look with her. Like, she's breaking 
so many records, you know what I mean? And her being, having such a small stature, it's like, it's like, you know, like it's, it's freaking amazing. Like it, it's mind blowing. So I just, I just feel like Sasha, it was Sasha for me. And then it was also her feud with Charlotte. So I feel like they brought the best out of each other. They were doing things that, you know, you wouldn't expect the women to do. Like a lot of their matches to me look more, I mean, there was always like stipulation in some of them, but they look more like street matches, like an actual fight between two girls in the street. And it it just was like, I got to give it to Sasha Banks, huge fan. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Like Sasha is actually my personal favorite. And I became a really big Sasha fan during that feud with her and Charlotte and NXT back yeah. in 2014. I saw the segment. Um, I think like Bailey came out with like a crutch or a cast on her leg and Sasha kicked it, you know, and it distracted Charlotte. I was like, wow, like this girl looks cool. Cause I remember seeing her prior to that before the boss character. And I, I saw the, um, when she kind of started translating into it, and I was like, there's something special about her. And then she just keeps evolving and mm-hmm. like said, she's, she's not the biggest, but she just goes out there and she has such a big heart and just every match she like gives it 110%. I honestly can't even think of like one bad match that she's had. Like, you know, she, right. she never under delivers. Like I've seen matches that get hyped up so much. And then you just, the, it happens and you're like, Oh man, that wasn't as good as I thought it would be. But Sasha, she never has a bad match. And, you know, right. and it, it, I wish that she was in the first ever women's uh, main event at WrestleMania, because I felt like, you know, she deserved it more than anyone just because of the fact that she just, she just kills it and does everything perfectly. Like it's just, but it's, I'm just glad that she finally did get to be in that match with Bianca, the most recent yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. So now I want to go back to uh, you and talk about your career and everything like that. So mm-hmm. I want to talk about your experience with um, world of unpredictable wrestling or WUW. So tell me a little bit about your experience there. Cause I know you were the women's champion at one point as well. I was, um, well, in WW, we're kind of like, we're all competitors, we're all competing, but we're also family. And so, you know, we're all run and trained by Johnny, Johnny Rock, Hammer. And um, we're all a family. Like, we all, like, like every family, we have our fights and we have our loving moments and we just all push each other to be better. You know what I mean? Like we used to sit around at times, like at the end of training and, and say like, what are the things that we want from this? Like when we want to see ourselves years from now. So joining WW honestly was like one of the best things that I've could have done for myself. So it was, it was really um, inspiring being inside there, you know, especially when I started, when I started in WW. You know, you're on one side of the ring learning how to roll, and then you see the others on the other side that's been there for years already, like flipping and harakaranas, and it's just like, oh my god, I want to be on that side, you know. So it 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 drives you to come in and work hard in order to be able to do these different difficult moves and high spots. And Johnny, if you don't look right, he's gonna get us together. He's gonna let you know. It may, you know, it's not to hurt your feelings. It's all love. He wants the best from you. So he, he's going to make sure that his family, his WW family, is together. And now we all look, look the way we should look. 
Exactly. And like, and that's the, one of the big benefits from, you know, training with someone who, you know, is a WWE hall of fame where they have so much knowledge to offer and everything like that. And um, I have actually a friend who runs a podcast called those wrestling girls. She had told me that she was kind of working with them and doing stuff like on the social mm-hmm. media side. And she kind of explained to me that um, Johnny is like very old school and it took them kind of a while to kind of get like into like social media and stuff like that. Cause apparently that school has been around for a minute now. I didn't even know that. Yeah um they kind of like getting into social media and I think even like doing the streaming on YouTube was kind of new for them so am I correct with that like they are kind of like new to the YouTube and streaming and stuff like that um as far as like live streaming I think they're pretty new but there are like older matches that you can find from like years before that's that's up there if you type it in Cause I know I started watching some of the episodes on YouTube, like right before the pandemic happened. And I was like really getting into like the shows and stuff like that. I really liked what I was seeing, but so like, tell me about the experience when it comes to like the live stream and like, what do they teach you when it comes to like the camera angles and the entrances and stuff like that? Well, um, as far as the entrances, it's up to you. You know what I mean? Like you have to create your own entrance. And it's based off your personality, who who your character is, what your, what your character is and what it represents. And, you know, we used to practice that, like everyone taking turns, um, showing what they want to do. Um, you know, so it took some of us a while, like some of us are still like in, indecisive, in between. But yeah, so the, the, the um, you can see me, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I can see you. Okay, so the 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 interest is on our own we just had to make make sure we like popped as long as that we got to pop that, that was the main thing and as far as the camera angles um we are you know when you do i i believe that when you become into like wwe and ring of honor and all those like on-screen tv you know they sh- tell you where the camera are and you have to work that camera so that's what we do on our did on our live stream shows like the camera's here here work the camera and so we would practice recording ourselves like practicing and you know those are things that you have to practice so that's kind of what helped practice and prep me for doing like live stream shows exactly because like I know like every school is different and like not all schools might like teach you like everything that you need to know because like when it comes to the wrestling business it is more than just like the actual in-ring stuff it's all about the your persona your character how you carry yourself like the entrances are like such a big part of the actual like you know wrestling and stuff like that because that's what really gets people started like you know like I always say like when the rock comes out, when you hear that, if you smell, everyone jumps up and gets excited and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like it's, it's entertainment and that plays such a big role. And I do like that. I'm hearing that a lot of training schools are teaching them, you know, the wrestlers and you all like everything, you know, and just kind of getting you ready for, you know, you know, the, the bigger like promotions that really focus on that kind of stuff. Well, what, as Johnny would say, WW isn't a school or a club. So, a club I like that we're more of a club we're not a school like I could leave come back 10 years from now feel welcome to get in the ring whenever and um we don't just learn like in-ring stuff and the camera position and entrances when you start you learn the basics of everything the breakdown the setup of the the ring um setting up the show how to rest like you learn 
Johnny wants you to learn, wants to learn every part that it takes to get a show together. So it's not just how to be a star, but how to make a star look good too. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So um, I, I do have the accent. Like I said, you were the women's champion at one point. How did it feel like being the women's champion for such a, like a pretty established school and, and everything? Um, how did it feel? To me, it was just, a, uh, I don't want to kind of sound like that, but it was just a title. You know, I had more, don't get me wrong, I, I enjoyed being champion. I've enjoyed being able to say, like, I'm the women's champion, you girls are behind me. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just a title. Like, you know, um, at any given day, you're able to lose it. But it's still going to be bragging right. So, yeah. yeah, I just like the one thing I always think of is, is like, you know, when you win a title, whoever is the, you know, the owner of that promotion there, they obviously see something in you that makes them want you to right. represent the brand. Like, you know, Johnny wanted you to be, you know, representing the women's division for his promotion. So that really shows how highly he thinks of you. So I can just imagine like, wow, someone's really banking on me like this. You know, that has to be a great one kind of gives you a big head yeah <laughs> so I, I don't always look at it as like oh it's just a title I look at it as like wow this promotion really wants you to be their champion like they really right. do that much over you know having it on anyone else like I, and especially like because you know that's in New York New York New Jersey it's such a big wrestling scene there there's a lot of wrestlers so it's like yeah. there's so yeah. many wrestlers they could have you know brought in and you know put that title on but then they put it on you and I think that's really great Right, you know, and then um, what I also like about it, regardless of being the champion or not, shows like coming into practice, Johnny's like, "Oh, you did good, but this is where you messed up. Like, this is what you should have did, or you could have made this look better." And it, it kind of gets you to think. Like, if you go back and then after hearing what he says, you go back and you watch the match. He's like, "Oh my God, he was he was correct. Like, he was right. Like, I could have made that look ten times better." You know, and it's like it always keeps you on your toes and wanting to improve. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, no one's perfect. We all have flaws or stuff that we need to work on. You know, even if it's yeah. not necessarily a flaw, we could always improve on something. And right. Um, you you're if you sit there, and say, oh, you're perfect. You're great. You know, you're going to be at the same level or you'll have like a slow um you know, increase right. versus like actually like really focused. And so I, I like that he's honest and truthful and like keeps building you up to be even better than you were the day before. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy that too. You know, you don't always want someone that's there to just like, oh yeah, you look good. Like that was good. Keep, keep what you're doing. Like, you know, I like to get criticism. You know, everyone can't take it, but I'm a person where it's, it's fine for me. Like, so if I'm doing something wrong, like, let me know. That way I'm aware of what I'm doing wrong. That way I can go in and I can try to fix it. And even if it takes me a while on fixing it, as long as I can recognize what it is and fix it eventually, that's a plus for me. Exactly. Like, even if it takes a little bit, as long as you're going in the right direction, that's all that matters. Right. Right. So, um, so far, who's been your favorite opponent so far with um, World of Unpredictable Wrestling? I knew you was going to ask me that. <laughs> um and honestly i don't really have a favorite i kind of like when it's all of us in the ring at one time and i know it's kind of weird to say that but then it's like it's because you know if you if you're in a ring with just one person you get more shine and but i feel like when you're in the ring at multiple, multiple people at one time 
it, it forces you to think, you know what I mean? It doesn't always come out as one of your best matches, but it forces you and everyone else in the ring to be creative and to think things through before you just react. And it also kind of keeps the crowd involved too, because it's like, oh, they're doing something. I can go sneak and do this. And, oh, they're doing something. Or I'm going to pull her here when she thinks she's going to get a win. Or if she's about to win, I'm going to wait. And then I'm going to go in and steal it. Like, so that, that's what it was for me. I, I like being in the ring with everyone. Because then you also get to, it's like a surprise thing. Like, for the for this crowd, I mean, like, mm-hmm. I think you're, you're going to, like, get it. And then you turn around and you ended up getting it stolen from you. Like it keeps them on their toes too. So I like to be in a ring with everybody. Yeah. Those matches are usually really, really fun. Like I know, like, you know, as an example, the four horsewomen fatal four way match at takeover. I think what happened at then, I think like Bailey did the Bailey to belly off the top of the turnbuckle. Then Sasha came in and threw her out, you know? So it's like all these different things can happen in the match. And as long as they're all on the same page, everything just, it's so funny. You never know who's going to interrupt and jump in, like you said. And just, it's always so much fun, you know? And I, I still want them to do that match on the main roster. Like it's been right. too long. That's right. I agree. Like you get to see so many different styles, you get to see different techniques, you get to see different moves. And it's, it's just, I just personally have a lot more fun in the ring when it's a bunch of people. Yeah, I just it's just like so many things can happen, and you know, and it also is a good way to kind of like get rest too, because I know you always see like that one wrestler on the side kind of like catching their breath. Right. Also, and and they all alternate and kind of, you know, it, it it works out really well, and it 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 can make for a longer match too, because sometimes you know one on one matches you can just get so tired, you know, like 15, 20 minutes in. Like I don't know how some of these wrestlers like do like these forty minute matches. Like I would just die a lot of cardio yeah exactly (laughs) like you know when you're on the side too like if you're watching them fight you're you're waiting for an opening like you also get to interact with the crowd at that time and I I like I prefer multiple people in the ring at one time yeah, I think that's great. I, I, you know, those matches, you know, I feel like they never really disappoint when you know, when I come to think about it. So yeah, for fatal four way, fatal five ways, um, six tack challenge, you know, I love them. They, I feel like they don't do them enough, at least in WWE. They don't, you know, it's like a, uh, it's like a, like a mid card match opening match. Mm-hmm. Those are really entertaining for me. So I, I like the multiple man matches. Yeah. Same here. Definitely. So now my, uh, I got two more questions for you. So now this next one is non-wrestling related. So um, tell me uh, something about yourself that's non-wrestling related that you're either proud of, such as like an accomplishment or just like maybe like a hobby that you just like you're really big into. There's multiple things. Um, <laughs> um, I'm such a, like, I'm such a girl, like a girly girl. I, mean. I, I like makeup, hair, shopping. Like, so doing that, it's fun for me. I'm actually in the process of starting a boutique. It's just because I, I shop so much. So it's like, why not sell clothes? So I, I can alleviate having to buy out. But besides that, it's also like anime. I'm a big fan of anime. It's um, like, that's legit all I watch. So yeah, that, that, I'll say those two things. Yeah, that, I'm not, I've never gotten an anime, but um. 
Gia Scott here on the upper corner, whatever. She's really big into anime. I think she says she likes Naruto or Naruto. I can't pronounce it. Naruto. Yeah, it's Naruto. yeah. Um, I've tried. I I did watch the first episode on Netflix, and I just wanted to see the hype. Um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like like it enough where I wanted to go back and like really try it out. And I had a um, friend that I used to work with years ago. She had told me like, if you're not in anime, you'll definitely like. I think it's like Attack of Titan. She said that's Attack like everyone likes the gold of golds. Um, <laughs> well, anime, it's, you know, it's not for everyone. Yeah. There are different types of animes that you can get into. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like action. There's gory if you like that. The horror, sci-fi, like there's a bunch of them. So me personally, it's whatever I'm in the mood for. So I've I've watched them all. Like literally i've seen attack on like anything you can think of like even currently one piece nobody wants to watch one piece because it's 900 plus episodes and i finished it and still going i'm still watching it so i like it i'm like a huge anime fan is like is pokemon considered anime it is okay i grew up loving that um i got out of it after they started adding all the other random pokemon but i did start watching it again back in 2016 when the pokemon go craze was around I was like let me watch the show again and i still i still enjoyed it so i, I guess like i say i do like that um i did watch the castlevania season one on netflix when they had that out um i did actually enjoy that too i i wanted to watch season two i just never got around to doing it i think there's like three seasons now on netflix yeah. Yeah. Um, I would classify that's the one with Dracula, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would classify that as like an anime. Um, just more of like an animation about Dracula. I don't know. I don't know if they count that, but I've seen that too. So. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know like the video game was really popular in the 90s and I, I've always wanted to like, cause I, I like playing retro games and I really like, I played some of them and I liked, and I liked it and I was like, you know, I want to check out this TV show. Cause I, I love when they like make like a video game into like a movie or a TV show. So right. I did enjoy it cause I do like the Dracula movies and stuff like that too. So it was pretty good. Um, I just never got around to seeing the other two seasons. <laughs> Well, whenever you get a chance, to, you know, just go back, check it out. Yeah, the episodes aren't long. I think they're like 20 minutes, so it's it's yeah. not crazy. Now, my final question for you. This is a fun question, and I kind of feel like I know the answer to this anyway, but I'm going to ask. Mm-hmm. So if you were given an opportunity by WWE to have a WrestleMania match and you could choose any opponent, and it could be anyone, any promotion, anywhere, like who would you want to go against? <sighs> I was thinking about this. There are multiple people that I would like to wrestle. And, um, you know, for different reasons. Sasha, obviously, is my number one choice. That's who I was. Charlotte, Charlotte would be number two, just because we're around the same height. We're, yeah, we're about the same height that I feel like it's not a lot of women that tall in the wrestling industry. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not only just are they tall, but physical. So, you know, there's some that, some people in, in life in general that are naturally big and they aren't as physical. I'm a, I'm a physical person. Like, I've always been in type of, some type of sport. So getting active is a thing for me. So I feel like Charlotte would be a good one just because we're, you know, same height. We're both physical. I feel like that would be, like, a good brawl. Um I would say Penelope Ford. I like her. 
I like her. I think she's an AEW, right? Yes. Yeah, I like her. Um, yeah, that, that those three come to mind. Those are my top three. Yeah, Sasha Banks was the one I was thinking of because I remember you knew we were talking about her. Um, sure, yeah. her, she is pretty tall. I met her like almost two years ago at a, an event, and mm-hmm. she was almost as tall as me. She she's she is pretty tall. So yeah, and like you said, she is very athletic and just like does all this, you know, that that moon salts and stuff like that. Like right, yeah, and like everything she does. And I know she a lot of people get like frustrated with you know her always getting the spotlight, but I mean she's just that damn good at the end of the day. It isn't just because right. of, if she was even though she's Ric Flair's daughter she wasn't good she wouldn't be getting all these big matches and titles and stuff like that you know I feel like anyone that complains about how much attention she gets if you're like a you know like not to be a little shady but step up it you know what I mean like step up and take the spotlight from her instead of complaining about it yeah and that's how not many of the female wrestlers do that now you know what I mean like nothing against them but I just feel like you know we all want to complain about not this eh, okay let me let me stop because I'm kind of back and forth on that like mm-hmm. yeah but then yeah but then so at the end of the day just step up step yeah. up and take that's how I feel that, that's how, like, I feel like you have to want more for yourself. And, like, when I think of someone stepping up, I always think of AJ Lee back in the Divas there. She really was fighting for more, you know, the women to get more time on TV and stuff. Like, she was very vocal about it. And she, like, and I feel like low-key, she really played a big role in the women's evolution. Like, a lot of people don't yeah. give her that credit because she wasn't at that evolution period when WWE was yeah. like, women's evolution, but she was there to help build the foundation. AJ Lee for me was really fun to watch because here comes this small girl and she was able to get under so many people's that is such a talent. You know what I mean? Like to piss so many people off at one time, like that's pure talent. But to piss them off, to get them to understand your point, for them to realize like shit, she's right. You know what I mean? Like that was intelligent. How does her having intelligence like beyond? what we're thinking like everyone was thinking like hey just getting on screen she wasn't thinking get it on screen she was like no we're gonna be on screen and we're going to have the time like the men like you know like aj lee was such a huge movement she doesn't get enough credit like yeah the four horse women is is like the i would say they're kind of like the face of the woman's evolution, but I feel like she like jump started and kicked it into motion. So shout out to AJ Lee for giving us women the spot and the time that we needed. Exactly. Like and people still talk about that pipe bomb that she did back in 2013. Like some people hate it. Like some are like, oh how dare she say those things. But I mean it got people talking and it got people's attention. And that's kind of like the whole point. And I know it came off as a little edgy, but I think that's what wrestling is and should be like, you know, that's what we grew up in, in the nineties. It was the stuff they did, you know, back that they would never do now, but like, I, I love when they get edgy and just do some, some, you know, crazy things. Like it just, it, it right. was, you know, those right. nostalgia. Oh like, Oh my God. Like what's going to happen next? Like, you know, like it, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I like, I like, things to be unpredictable for me you know what I mean if I could kind of guess what's going to happen next I'm not going to watch it after a while so I can like I know what's going to happen but when you don't and then that that's where she came in it's like 
you thought you had a regular women's match and then boom here she comes out in the open interrupting them when they were having their segment and dropped this amazing <laughs> moment of words and I don't even know how to express it. Like, it was just so good. So watching it for me was just like, <laughs> you know, it had me, I was stuck with stupid. Like, did she really just say that? And then it was just like, like I said earlier, you realize how right she was. And it was like, see? And, and I, I think that's why people, some people out there hate it because she was honest. Like, she was saying, I feel like you could tell it wasn't like, I don't know how scripted it was, but you could just like feel like she really meant what she was saying. Like every single word of what exactly. she said. And I like sometimes yeah. when wrestlers are honest, like in yeah. not the, the best thing in the world. Like when wrestling feels real versus like scripted, it makes you kind of because that's how when we were younger, I'm sure you probably felt the same way. You felt like everything was real. Like these were I thought Undertaker was really this evil dark entity i thought him and kane were really brothers and just you know it just made it so fun you know and when you see realism get introduced into storyline it just it gives you that feeling that you had when you were a kid when you actually were gullible and believed all these things Mm -hmm. it's like when you have there's two two wrestlers in the ring and they're going back and forth on a mic if you have one that's just reading a script and it's like but don't mean it you're gonna go for the one that that means everything they say, whether it's on script, off script. You're gonna go for it. That's yeah. why Lee and CM Punk were so, so. What's the word? Um, think of the I, word right now. I know what you mean. I can't think of the word too. It just feels real. Right, because you know it's like they they meant John Cena too. Like anytime he went out there and he got got on the mic interrupted or not it was planned or not he meant everything he said and it 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 caught your attention because it's like shit like like it was just so good it's like oh my god like you know so you're gonna go with that person after the person to the generic one that's just nah like they believe in what they're saying they believe in what they're doing and it's authentic like you said it makes you feel like a little kid again watching you know Chris Jericho go out and call Stephanie all these names or having the rock going back and forth from McFoley. Like it's it's really good. Yeah, I, speaking of the rock, I love anytime he comes out, he just blows my mind the things he says. Like I love when he was like singing that song to Vicky Guerrero. I don't know if you remember that. That was so hilarious. Like he just he's magic. I feel like he doesn't, they don't give him a script. They're just like just say whatever you want, like right. And then, yeah, it kind of took me a long time to realize, like, even, like, seeing him now and, like, all these movies and stuff, like, you know, to him, I don't know if The Rock was just a role, but if it was, he played it so well. You know what I mean? Like, the eyebrow, the, the name calling, the, he played it so well. It was just, like, it was captivating for me. He was top two. I would say, I think, I can't say number one because I don't have a number one. It's either him or Stone Cold, and they're like making neck and neck for me. So, yeah. yeah I feel like I, if I had to pick a number one all time, I would probably say The Rock. It's just like you said, he lifts his eyebrow up and right. goes crazy. Like when he, there you go. When he, uh, when he won the WWE Championship, like what, like 10 years ago, whatever, there were people, oh, how dare, you know, a part time wrestler. I was not complaining seeing The Rock, you know, champion again. Like it was such a made, he could come back and win the champion now. 
and mm-hmm. I would just be in love with it because I, I wouldn't care. Yeah, exactly. I don't care because I, I am kind of I do have my feelings, you know, about like a an older part time guy being a champion because I feel like WWE has done that so much within the last few years. I'm kind of over it. But mm-hmm. The Rock is like one of the very few exceptions. Like he can win that title and I'll be fine with it. Right. In my eyes, he and Stone Cold can do wrong. Like, I don't care. They could be dead wrong. And, and I'm going to argue that they're right. Figure out a way to get you to believe that they're right, even if they're wrong. Like, they cannot be wrong in my eyes. They're not wrong. Yeah. Stone Cold was definitely like one of my favorite, too. Like, just like, when that glass breaks, you know, you just can't help but just, you know, get up and just get right. off. I love like, I, I love when he's like coming out and he's like talking to himself. You can tell he's like cussing and he's like shaking his head and doing that stuff. Like it just it's so hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I used to get like like little jitters every time I heard the glass break. Like like that one match. Um, I don't know if it was like a Roy Rumble, I don't remember. But it was like, no, nah, I don't even think it was a Roy Rumble. Everybody was just like in the ring fighting and they fighting, they fighting, and then boom, the glass breaks. And here he comes, and then everybody just every wrestler just stopped and was just kind of like Oh shit! Like you know, here comes Stone Cold. He's coming down the ring with the chair in his hand, and he's going to town on anybody that crosses his path. Like it was things like that that just made it so much fun to be a wrestling fan. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing is like just wrestling. Just it's still fun, and I love like going back and watching those clips because it always puts that like that warm feeling inside you, and it just wrestling is it will always have a you know a special place in my heart just because of all the memories and all the new things that are still happening that are great like wrestling it keeps growing you know and it's it's been growing a lot to the point where there's so much wrestling out there and I think that's like great because there's something out there for everyone now right right you know it's like everyone is included it's not like oh just uh this type of people or it's it's the open sport for any and everyone and that's what I like about it like even if you think someone is not like interested in wrestling, oh, trust me, they know about it. Like people, I, I can get into a conversation with someone that I've never would have thought, and then they'll mention someone to me, and I'll be like, "How do you know about them?" You know what I mean? Like it happens all the time at work, and it's just like, "Oh, like you guys are kind of in tune." So I get it, you know. Like it just makes me proud to be a fan, and as a, a wrestler myself, like it just makes me. Makes me proud to be able to be like, I can get out there and I can go on stage, well, not stage, like in the ring and perform for these people and give them something to go home and a memory to remember down the line. Like how I can sit here and recite memories of Stone Cold and Steve, Stone Cold, Steve Austin and The Rock. I want to be able to give that to someone else too. You know what I mean? Like, even if it's just like a fun memory for them or even inspires them in any type of way, like that, that, that makes me okay. Like I'm okay with that. I'm proud. Yeah, I can just only imagine how it feels like going from being the fan who looks up to the wrestlers to the wrestler who has the fans look up to them. Like, that just has to be such a great feeling. Like, the people walking up to you wanting the pictures and mm-hmm. autographs and stuff like that. Like, that just has to be so mind-blown. Yeah, it's really fun. I enjoy it. I enjoy seeing the smiles. It's like, oh, can I take a picture? It's like, of course. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's like the best thing when it comes to like being a fan is like the the interactions with the wrestlers. Like I, I feel like I get more excited to go to the meet and greet tables and to meet the wrestlers than the actual like events now because I just love chatting with the wrestlers. Like it's like the best feeling. Right. I've, I've actually never been to a meet and greet for wrestling myself. So 
to do like do outside shows when I do do them and then have a fan come up to me and it's like, ah, can I take a picture or can I get an autograph? Like it means the most, like it means that I did my job to me. You know what I mean? Cause mm-hmm. that I got them to enjoy the match and like me enough in order to want something to remember me by. Exactly. Like in that, like I said, that just has to be such a great feeling. And like, you don't even, it doesn't even necessarily have to be a meet and greet. Cause I know I go to um, MCW often and a lot of their wrestlers, you know, don't even have the meet and greet, you know, merch tables and stuff like that. They just walk around before the show and just chat with the fans and stuff like that. And that's actually how I got into indies wrestling. Cause I saw how like engaging the wrestlers are with the fans. I was like, wow, this is awesome because you're not going to go to a WWE event and see Sasha Banks walking around the crowd, just chatting with everyone. You know what I mean? Like Indies wrestling is just like a whole different ball game and it's, it's awesome. And it's, it's great for the fans who like, like the, and I think every fan likes to engage with, you know, their favorite wrestlers. I feel like unless you're like, I I understand like being shy, but like, it's just, that is the, the moments that really like touch you the most. Absolutely. But um yeah that um that wraps up my interview so I just have to thank you so much for uh, joining us today on O Face Wrestling this was a really fun interview. Thank you for the invite, and Absolutely. I have to you. Absolutely, thank you. Um, uh, did you want to share your social media so all the listeners know where to find you at? Okay, so yes, I have an Instagram. It's the underscore it girl underscore Renee. You can follow me. I follow back. Um. Yeah, so that's my Instagram. So yeah, that's like kind of all I have. <laughs> and you have Twitter um, too. I do, but I don't know it offhand to say it. So that's okay. all my. Go to my Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. I will. Uh, I will actually put the links to the Instagram and Twitter in the description here on YouTube, so everyone will be able to find it. Thank you. You're welcome. And um, also make sure everyone who's listening, make sure you give us a sub on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thank you all for tuning in. And thank you again for joining us today on OFA's Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Bye, everyone.